Hey everyone, welcome back to Black to Nature, the podcast. I am Tashari White. Um, If you haven't listened to the first episode where I introduced myself, go ahead and go back and listen to that one. So this episode, I'm going to be talking about Lovecraft Country. If you have not seen Lovecraft Country, it is on HBO or HBO Max. Um, It is a really dope show. I absolutely love this show. I love everything about this show. It's just phenomenal. And you may be wondering, what (laughs) what does Lovecraft Country have to do with the environment? What does it have to do with geography? So ironically, this afternoon, I was watching Dr. Carolyn Finney. If you don't know who that is, Google her. She's absolutely amazing. She wrote a book called Black Faces, White Spaces, Reimagining African Americans and the Great Outdoors. So pretty much the entire book is talking about Black Americans and their relationship to nature. So during her presentation, she was saying you know, how she loved the show. And it's so crazy because I was like, tonight's episode is going to be about Lovecraft Country, at least talking about the first episode of the show. And I watched her presentation and that's the first thing that she talked about. So it was just, I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely have to do a podcast episode just surrounding this show. So um, I watched her presentation and you know, it was a great presentation. She was giving um, she was giving a talk to the University of Georgia and somehow I managed to sneak my way in to the webinar and <laughs> and I watched it. So that was great. Um, but we'll talk more about Carolyn Finney and her work later on. This episode, I want to talk about Lovecraft Country. So episode one, wait, before I even get into it, This podcast will give you spoilers. So if you have not watched episode one, do not listen to this podcast. If you plan on watching it, at least if you don't plan on watching it, then whatever. I don't care. Uh, So the first episode we meet, we meet pretty much all of the main characters. There is Tick. There is Letty. There is Uncle George. There's Hippolyta. There's Diane. Diane or Diana? I think it's Diane. So um, there's Ruby. There's uh, Christina. So there's all of these characters that, you know, they're introducing and you're coming to know throughout the first episode. Of course, you know, introductory material takes a while. So the episode kind of lagged a bit, but it was well worth it because halfway through the episode, you start to see that Uncle George is creating a guide for other Black Americans to travel across the United States. So back in the day, there was a Green Book guide uh, that would pretty much map out routes that were safe for Black Americans to travel to avoid sundown towns, to avoid um, pretty much any anything that would negatively impact their journey. 
So Uncle George is working on this guide. And one thing that stood out to me was he was talking to someone else. And he said, you know, a mistake in this guide could pretty much cost someone their life. So, so I guess the last issue that he did, there was a mistake in it. And he's like, you know, we need to be on top of this because this is life or death. And what it was, it very much was. So they set out on this journey, uh, Uncle George, Tick, and Letty. They set out on this journey to find out more about Tick's ancestry. Apparently, he is a part of some type of some type of magical witchcrafty family legacy type of thing so they set out on a journey to figure out you know where he comes from they're looking for his dad his dad um is somewhere in the deep south and <laughs> they need to go find him so that's the that's pretty much the second half of the episode is trying to find his father Montrose. So in doing that, they meet up with Letty's brother, I believe. And he's, you know, telling them, hey, you know, if you're going into this certain town, you might want to be careful because there is a police sheriff there and people are going missing they're saying that there's animal attacks all this kind of stuff so they're like okay cool you know we'll keep a we'll keep an eye out so they head out and on their journey they make a stop and during this stop of course this police officer that Letty's brother had warned them about shows up they're in the woods they're on a road in, you know, the woods. Everything's green around them. There's a lot of trees. There's a lot of greenery. And the police officer, the sheriff, whatever he is, he pretty much antagonizes them. He makes uh, Tick say the N-word. Um, it was very derogatory. And I'm sure that during that time period... This is like during Jim Crow and the civil rights era. So during that time period, of course, there was a lot of that, right? So he tells them that it's pretty much a sundown town. If you don't know what a sundown town is, it's a town where if you are a black person, you need to be out of that town by the time the sun comes up or you're going to die. They are going to kill you. So he tells them, this is a pretty much a sundown town. You have seven minutes to get out of this town before I kill you. Now, he doesn't say exactly before I kill you, but it's very much implied. So he makes them go through this whole ordeal of Tick, you know, pretty much begging for him to let them go. And... They're driving. They can't go over the speed limit. He's driving behind them. They can't go over the speed limit or else he will pull them over and kill them. They finally make it out of the town at exactly seven minutes only to reach a barricade of other police officers. So it was pretty much a trap. It was a setup. A barricade of other police officers and they pretty much arrest them. 
by this time it's nightfall because the sun was going down so they carry tick uncle george and letty into the woods in the dark they push them on the ground they're yelling at them they have their guns and you know it's getting to a point where it's like it's very it's a very tense scene and tick is trying to talk his way out of it and of course um the deputy he's like not having it so all of a sudden you hear like this loud like screeching noise and there's like these monsters and they come out and they have a thousand freaking eyes and they have really sharp teeth and claws and they they look like naked mole rats but like alien naked mole rats (laughs) that want to rip you to shreds and that's exactly what they started doing of course they started attacking everyone uh take letty and uncle george managed to manage to not necessarily escape but they managed to escape right i'm not going to go into all of the details because that's the best part of the of the episode but essentially they managed to escape now you may be asking well okay what the what does this have to do with environmentalism so a part of what i study and what my dissertation concerns is black american perceptions and engagement in nature in wilderness spaces so as as a adolescent as a kid i was always warned about the woods about wilderness areas um not only because of you know animals but because of racism and i just felt like that episode of showing black people traveling through a white space can be life or death and it's still happening today just in different forms but it can be life or death and that is exactly what this episode demonstrated and it demonstrated it so accurately and beautifully now these three people are innocently just trying to learn more about their family they're trying to explore they're not doing anything wrong but yet they were made to feel like they were doing something wrong just for being black and this has a lot to do with this has a lot to do with environmentalism because I think a lot of black people today still feel like there are you know, they're like, they just still feel like there's, there's things in the woods that are not safe for us. It's a white space. They're thinking Ku Klux Klan members are in the woods and they're, you know, creating, you know, plans to kill black people. And, you know, they're having their initiation meetings and things like that. And, um, you know, one thing that I was also, um, forewarned about when, when thinking about wilderness was witches being in the woods, demons being in the woods, just a lot of scary stuff. The woods being haunted. You see it in movies all the time, like the Blair Witch Project, whatever that movie is called. So there's all of these perceptions of the woods that are negative that I'm trying to 
understand about the black community. And this show pretty much has demonstrated everything that I've been researching, everything that I've been talking about. I literally made my class watch the first episode of this show and we talked about it and we talked about pretty much everything that I'm talking about right now, just how how unsafe it is as a black person to move through white spaces, even in environmentalism and them thinking, you know, my students thinking environmentalism and geography They don't think that there's racism within those fields. They never thought about it. But that's how deeply ingrained it is in our society. When I travel, I feel uncomfortable driving through certain spaces. There are certain towns, there are certain states that I feel uncomfortable traveling through where I don't want to get out my car. I don't want to stop for gas. I literally have driven from Syracuse, New York to North Carolina and back by myself. That is like an 11 hour drive. And I would not stop in certain states because I felt like if I did, I probably wouldn't make it to my destination. I literally prayed that I would make it to my destination. I literally prayed my cell phone would still have service. It wouldn't die. I wouldn't need gas. I wouldn't need to use the bathroom. That I could just drive however long it took to get to a state or a city or a town where I felt other black people were lived And where other black people would be seen, where I could shout out to someone else who looked like me, who would possibly help me. When I go to state parks, I feel uncomfortable. When I go to state parks, I feel uncomfortable. As someone who is getting their PhD in geography, environment, and sustainability, I feel uncomfortable. I would never go alone, that's for sure. And I feel like I would have to, I, I can only go to the day, um, go during the day. I could not camp at night because I'm fearful of not only wild animals or, you know, things like that. That's, that's actually <laughs> the thing I fear least, honestly. I, I fear getting lost out there I fear being abducted as a woman not just as a black person but as a woman especially as a black woman I feel anxious about having negative racial encounters in the woods with white people when I go to class I feel uncomfortable As a black woman (laughs) with acrylic nails and hoop earrings and makeup and, and a certain body type and figure, I do not meet the, the aesthetic of the people who are in this field. So not only do I not fit the aesthetic, but I also don't talk like them. I don't think like them. 
culturally, there's a lot that's different. So you either feel like an outcast or you feel like you stick out like a sore thumb. And I believe I said this in my last episode, or you you suddenly become the diversity expert that you didn't sign up for. So it's a lot. There's a lot of spaces in which Black people move through that we feel unwelcome or unsafe on a daily basis even going to the grocery store like I feel like is there someone here is there someone that I that I interact with on a daily basis you know just doing my normal daily activities checking my mail going to the grocery store going to Target going here going there driving about walking about are there people that look at me and think that they want to harm me just because of my skin color or do not like me just because of my skin color and what they perceive you know about black people so that's what you know that's what lovecraft country meant to me and that's that's what I took from it and it's it's definitely a phenomenal show and episode one is definitely all about environmentalism and green spaces and nature and I felt like it was pretty much every black person's fear of what nature and and wilderness in the woods is about not only do you have racist white people you got witches and you have monsters like it was just everything wrapped into one episode about what we fear about nature and of course you know I can't speak for every black person usually whenever I'm speaking I'm speaking generally uh you know, but that's my disclaimer right there. I'm not talking about all people, but I don't feel the need to say some and all because I feel like that's implied. Obviously, not every single person is going to feel that way. Uh, so, yeah, I was just blown away by the episode and I could definitely relate to it. And I felt like it was pretty much my dissertation in an hour long show. <laughs> And it's absolutely great. And it's just so crazy that uh, Dr. Carolyn Finney mentioned it today during her talk. And I was planning on talking about it this episode. Uh, So what a coincidence. But if you have not watched it, I suggest that you do. It is a great freaking show. It really is. And it's not just for black people. I think literally everyone needs to watch this show. Uh, kudos to the writers and the producers of the show like you know just every episode the last episode of the season comes on on Sunday and I'm like stressed because I just don't know what I'm gonna do like what am I gonna watch now (laughs) but it's phenomenal um so that is my my two cents about Lovecraft Country and about its relationship with environmentalism and geography and moving through nature and navigating these spaces as black people it's hard and it and you know it's it's something that needs to be acknowledged i think that 
mainstream media is definitely picking up on it more. I think a lot of people are becoming more aware of it. But there's still so much, so much, so much work to do. But hopefully people are making the connection between that episode and what environmentalism is about. It's not just about energy, renewable energy. It's not just about recycling. It's not just about, you know, species conservation and things like that. It's about race. It's about culture. It's about people and their relationship to all of that. So it's definitely worthwhile thinking about these things and and learning more about them. And it's optional, but I really think that it should be mandatory because these things impact us on a daily basis. And some people are just very unaware of how the environment impacts them. So... So yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy the show. If you are interested in my podcast, um, please tune in for the next episode. I appreciate you. Love you guys. Peace and blessings. Bye.